have takeoff. <laughs> Welcome to the South Road Boys. Houston, we have ignition. I'm still on last week's episode. Are you? The crusty Russian bag. It's just in my head. <laughs> it really is. Cranberry style? It's in your head. <laughs> no. Do you reckon that should, that was why? I think that was a missed opportunity. Oh, no. What was? Missed opportunity. You may have heard of this TV show. It's only been going, I think, for 10 seasons. Walking Dead. Yeah. Why did they not use the cranberries? Walking Dead. Zombies. (laughs) Zombies. Zombies. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's good. Speaking of Walking Dead, um, oh, Dolores is, this Dolores, I believe, is the lead singer. Not with us anymore. No. She died. She probably would have been 80 months ago on one hour. I couldn't tell you when. I don't know how she passed either. Um, I I have a feeling it wasn't just natural causes. Right. Was she on a list for the Deadpool? No. Oh, well, then that's probably why it didn't fly up with the radar. Yeah, wasn't important to us. It was probably important to somebody. Haven't seen any uh, Deadpool deaths this week. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Go planet Earth. Go humanity. You guys are doing really well. Well, you know, that said, it's only the people that we don't have on the list that have died. There's probably thousands of people who've still died, just they're not on the list. So probably, but they're just not did it really happen? Important. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Do you like if a my... person on the Deadpool list dies and no one's there to see it or put it on their list? <laughs> did it really did they happen? Really die? Do you like my new position for my Deadpool? Yeah, I medal? did. You've hung the medallion <laughs> off the friggin' <laughs> mic stand. Yes. yes. Uh, now, speaking of medallions, yes. did you like the way that I came to your birthday wearing my medallion? Yes, you did. Come. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it would have been a missed opportunity for it you really if was. you didn't. It really, truly would have been. Yeah, and it looked glorious. It did, I didn't will it? say. And it, there were some dead pullers there. Who got a giggle out of well. it. They thought it was quite good. Yes. Um, I think there was a few that wanted to steal it off you. Fair enough. So, you know, Can't that's understandable. Blame Can't blame them. Yeah, um, I think the fact that you were... You beat me, mm. and that uh, my mum wanted to punch you in the face, maybe. And just Did to have she? A bit of protecting. Really? Yeah, you know, like... Because she's that invested in only, Deadpool? Her only son, and and he's a parent, you know, you can nearly say best friend, <laughs> has just ripped victory away from him. Oh, I don't think, away. I don't think you were anywhere near victory. Ripped it away. Like, Tore it away like a Band-Aid on a filthy alpaca. <laughs> I'm just because the thing is, you had no. You were in the running. Like even if I had have got four less deaths, I I wasn't actually gonna no, still was, rip it away from you. It was close to that. It was close to that. Close to no, to nil, to zero. Right. Yeah. Close. But, how close? Pretty close. Yeah. Like ballpark. How close? Oh, it was probably closer to that than to to one. Okay. But, was it a fat zero? Oh, it's, no, it's a pretty slim. Skinny zero. Skinny above the <laughs> above the curve kind of It's like when you're playing golf and you're skinny it too much and it just dribbles and doesn't go past Lady C. True, but every now and then too you can skinny it and it can actually turn out okay. So, you know, I think it's a bad analogy. Okay, fair yeah, enough. No so, worries. Um, yeah. So that weather, eh? <laughs> that weather's really good. Now, for those playing at home, um, I know the roadies are deeply invested in my official Countdown Student Diary from 1990, <laughs> Time for the Guru. I'm surprised there isn't a Facebook group just donated towards that. There should be. Um, Friday the 16th, the 16th of February, was 
a Friday in 1990. This week it's Tuesday. Time of the Guru. Uh, time of the Guru. Uh, Molly Ringwald. Yes. It's her birthday today. Pretty in pink. I don't know. I haven't seen her in pink, but I'm sure she is. <laughs> <laughs> um, 1968, she was born. There you so go. There you go. Happy birthday, Molly. I wonder if she's on a, a Deadpool list. John McEnroe was born yesterday. Uh, you cannot be serious, Joe. <laughs> exactly. You cannot be serious. And tomorrow, who do you think? Well, let's see if I can give you a hint as to who was born tomorrow. Okay. Not a sheen. Young Estevez. Guns. Young Guns. Young Guns. Um, not a sheen. Young or from guns. that bloodline. Yeah, that's that's well. I was going with Estevez. Yeah, um, but he's a he's a sheen by another name. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Would he, he still is. act as great? <laughs> Truly, and you're not talking about Charlie then, obviously. No. So it was in Young Guns too, I think. Um, oh wow. A man with three names. Ludoma Phillips. Ooh, correct. Wait, Ranwick. <laughs> Nicely played myself. <laughs> Left a with out of that. What working change the sentence game over. There you go. Ludoma Phillips. He had a uh, bit of a run with some decent movies. He was one of those guys in, what are we, the late 80s, early 90s. Mm. Oh, there you go. It's 90s there. Probably there not, that was just when he was born. But, but had a, well, no, a string... he was actually born in 1962. Oh, there you go. But, but I'm saying <laughs> he was born in the diary of that date, which means that we're talking he about- He was relevant where to he be was put and it's relevant birthday. to 1990. It doesn't mean the movies are there. Moving oh, on. Oh, far out. It just is a bit of work, isn't it? <laughs> he had some films. And then one of those guys that just kind of disappeared. Do you know what? He probably hasn't. He's probably acting his ass off right now. He's no Nicolas Cage. Yeah, who is? I watched- who is? I watched a Nicolas Cage movie on the weekend. New or old? New. Ooh. Brand new. Willie's Wonderland, it's called. <laughs> Sounds like a porno. Um, it does sound it a bit like, like a gay porno. porn. Uh, it's, a, it's a movie in which... Um... Your Willie is a Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> Soundtrack by Oasis. <laughs> You're going to be musical this episode. Uh, the premise think... is that there were some... I can't remember now, it was a serial killer, or there was a couple of them. No, just one, I think it was. Or was it a group? I don't know. Weird movie. <laughs> you um, and your specifics. <laughs> yeah. I was a little bit seedy at the time after my birthday, too, so it was like the day after. Oh, birthday, okay. So. You had a couple so of sherbets. The movie you throw on, you just keep things kicking along with the day. Fair enough. So I've actually, um, even though I've been doing the healthy thing, it was my birthday weekend, so I'm kicking Blow back, out. and I thought, you know what? Going to get some Domino's for lunch. Yum. Kick back, got some pizza by myself, watched a movie. Smashed just it. Just kick back. It was great. So I'm watching Nick Cage, mm, Nick Cage. In, in Willy's Wonderland, and, and um, so the the serial killers that they all die, they get killed, but they do a, a are these spoilers? A satanic, now you find that pretty early. Okay. A satanic uh, ritual, spell, ritual, mm. whatever you want to call it, um, in which they transfer their consciousness mm-hmm. into these animatronic toy robots. Oh, okay. But they're like big things. It's meant to be Willie's Wonderland. is like a kid's theme park. Ah, oh, like in Melbourne, we had Wobby's World. There you go. Which was like a really shit theme park. Yeah. So when I say animatronic, like they're human size, like, you know, dinosaurs. Yeah, and, yeah. So it's not know. like Chucky. No. Where it gets possessed. No, but it's a bit like that. Okay. Because the whole idea is he gets locked in this place and they reckon he's going to die, but he starts fighting back and he kills a few of them and it's actually- Good it's, watch. It's, it's meant to be kind of funny. Yes, 
but has a couple of moments. It's one of those where you watch the thing, <laughs> that's actually really cool, but so ridiculous. Shaun of the Dead style? Um, I must admit, I wasn't overly impressed with it. Oh. Nick let me down. Like, I thought it was going to be corny and silly enough. Yes. That would work, and I think that's what he was trying to do too. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he came across this story a couple of years prior. It might have been like a short film or a short story. Mm-hmm. Um, they were looking at making a film, and he looked at that and went, you know what, I want to be part of that. That actually looks really corny and cool. And someone's gone, oh, Nicholas Cage is involved. Yeah, we'll throw some money at it. Winning. Yeah. But here's Hang on. the thing. Nick Cage with or without the beard? Uh, no, he had a little bit like the beard he's got in um, History of Swearing. Okay, yep. Very similar look. Um, mirror sunglasses, drives a, what is it, probably a Mustang or something. Yeah. Like, he's got the whole, all the cliche cool, which it's meant to be cliche cool. Fair enough. So, the whole movie though. Was he gone in 60 seconds? No. <laughs> 90 minutes. <laughs> whole movie though. It was gay porn though. <laughs> whole movie though. Sorry. <laughs> Just get resetting. No. It's a groundhog day. The whole movie, though. Yes. He doesn't speak a single word. Nicholas Cage <laughs> did an entire film without uttering one word. Wow. And none of the other cast seemed to think it was weird. They just thought he was a strong, silent type. <laughs> when they're asking questions and he just gives them that Nick Cage glare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, okay, boy, if you don't want to answer my question, that's fine. I'll that's fix fine. your car for you. Have you got some money? And he's like, brings out a card. He's like, no, we don't get card here. So he goes to get cash. He doesn't have enough cash. So he, says, so he gets a card out again and the guy says, we don't have ATMs in this town, son. Mm. So, but if you want a job, you can earn it. So he takes him to meet someone else. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, but if you want to clean this place out and all the rest, we'll come and get you again in the morning. And he just kind of glares at him again. It's like, cool. So we've got that agreement then. Like, <laughs> just, That's he doesn't, brilliant. He doesn't say one word. Do you think that was a budget thing? Like I don't we can, know. Like we can get Nick Cage, but it's it going to cost us- much per word. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a cost per word basis. I don't know. It was- like, I kept waiting for the moment when, a bit like Silent Bob, Jay and Silent Bob, yes. where he doesn't say anything. And then there's and the, the speech. The moment, yeah, when yeah. he talks at the right time or whatever. No. That's like getting Matthew McConaughey and only paying for one all right. All right. <laughs> or only paying for, for three buttons on his shirt under. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he doesn't undo them all and go, all right, all right, all right. He's out more than anyone on the planet. But if you look like that, wouldn't you? True. It goes right. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, it was a... Didn't say a word. Didn't say one word. Just gave that Nick Cage look. Gave that Nick Cage look. Look, if I think about it, after we actually post this episode, um, I might put the YouTube trailer on our page. Or just the audio of Nick Cage. (laughs) (laughs) 90 minutes of silence. It was just weird. And the occasional... It should have been good. It should have been mm. one of those stupidly corny movies where yes. you watch something that's stupidly brilliant. Okay. But just didn't get there. Just didn't. Disappointed. Mm. But I did watch another movie. Yes, what called did you watch? Archive. Mm. Sci-fi movie. I'm not going to give away any spoilers. Oh, it wasn't one. about filing? No, it wasn't. Okay. Set in the future a little bit. Um, basically, when you die, you can save your loved one's consciousness into a box. Yes. For a period of time, so you can actually say goodbye to them after they're dead. You have a period of time before it degrades. It's like a, it's like a tape. Eventually, it'll wear out. Okay, yep. so it gives you time. I'm in with um, that. But it has this moment at the end, the cliffhanger moment, which I didn't see coming at all. Yes, and it's a long time since I've watched a movie where I've gone, fuck, fuck. no, yep. And then the whole thing flipped, and it's like, wow, that was amazing. 
M Night Shyamalan, yeah, I see dead people, had sort a real of flippy ones. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can find the movie Archive, get onto that. Archive it's on Amazon Prime. If anyone wants to find that one, well, there you go. Yeah, so um, thanks Amazon Prime for our sponsorship <laughs> for this exactly. week's episode, episode one seven three of the South Road Boys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Did you see the episode of uh, Black Mirror where they did something similar, where there was a service in the future mm-hmm. where if your loved one passes and you are pining for them, you can grant this organisation access to their computer, email, social media. And from that, they will work out the vernacular and the words and the tone of how they would type. Yeah, okay. And then you'll start receiving emails from them. Oh, really? Yeah. I I don't recall, but I'm certain I've seen all the episodes. And then there's the next episode, the next level of membership um, it's all trial, by the way, um, where you can give them access to all the video footage, all CCTV footage, and then all of a sudden you get oh, a, that'd get addictive. Then all of a sudden you get a phone call from them because you can hear their voice and they know how they write, they know how they talk, they can get the cadence of their speech, and you can have a phone conversation with them. And there's an AI in the background who's basically interacting with you, mm-hmm. but over masking that is that person's voice from the video footage you've given them. And then... Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> well, no, because you kind of work out that this is where it's going to go. Okay, right. And if you don't, well, fuck, it's been out for like a couple of yeah, years, so whatever. Um, and then the next level is they will get a Android that looks a duplicate. like... A duplicate. That looks wow. like your partner. That a sounds like friggin- your partner. A friggin' sex robot. A sex robot. Oh, Joseph. That is your dream. And you have not watched this episode. I don't think I have. I think you probably need to go back to the back catalogue of Black Mirror and watch it. Right, oh, maybe I do. And it's interesting the way that this body comes to you. It's like those magical sponges that look like the size of a a tablet. Oh, yeah, so you And you put them in a stun in water and they just. Mm. That's what happens to this. You get no, this I, small. I'm positive, I haven't seen it. Oh, I reckon you should get onto it. I know. Mm. No nice. spoilers. No, there's no spoilers there except that's it's just a great story. I thought it was pretty good, but well, I was a bit of a addictive though. Mm-hmm. If you've lost someone mm-hmm. and you have a chance to reconnect with that person, and that connection increases mm-hmm. as it goes, it'd be very hard to stop and say no. This is the quandary that is met. It'd be in a little bit episode. like when someone says just a tip, and like, of course, it'll be just a yeah, tip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Similar scenario. <laughs> um, yeah, I won't tell you how it uh, transgresses, but uh, needless to say, you've picked one of the, the thought patterns that might have been going through the writer's heads, and how they deal with that is interesting, mm. to say the least. Nice. Mm. It's on my list. It's on your list. On my list. There you go. Mm. Uh, what else has been going on in your world, mate? You had well, your, the your birthday. Party. Yeah, it was a good day. We had the gazebo uh, set up out the back and we yes. had the, uh, the life-size chess set. Didn't that get a bit you, of action? I find it interesting that you got life-size well, chess. it's not I mean, really. How do you categorise what life-size is for a chess piece? Well, one would imagine the regular chess piece is actually life-size. As in like six foot tall? No, just the normal ones. That's life size. Oh, you can see that's normal size. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a big chess it, set. It's a it's <laughs> garden chess. Yeah. So every every square would be what? Foot square? Yeah, or 30 centimetres. Or 30 centimetres, <laughs> depending on which way you want to go. Dick. 
But I'm that had a little bit of fun. You had the longest game known to mankind with Mr. Gash. Oh, it was quite funny because it was really funny. I haven't played chess with someone over the age of 10 <laughs> in at least a decade. At least a decade. Yep. Um, and I think the last time I played regularly was in high school. Mm, when I was same. attending the school that Mr. Gash is at. <laughs> but, he yeah, seems, yeah. but he says that he plays a couple of times a day. Yeah, he's really into it. Lately. He's on his phone and then apparently he was saying that uh, there's a – there's a, a function of the game that he plays that if he misses an opportunity to win and then loses, he can go, show me how I could have won. Yeah. And he'll go back and- He's a- um, Gash is a very intelligent, mathematically positioned guy. It's a very analytical- Yeah, he loves that shit. Asperger's thing to do. Yeah. And, he, um, <laughs> and he's got, a, I believe, one of his students who was actually really good at chess, who he plays with. Okay, um, and he's and he's whipping gash. Like. Yeah, so there was no question that I was going to be left short on my game mm-hmm. with Mister Gash. Um, I got a I got a bit of a, a cheeky couple of moves in, where it was like, oh, hang on, this might be getting a little bit more. This is not the drunk yobbos I've been playing with all afternoon. <laughs> I was the sober bloke who arrived at five in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. And Ash has had a few by this stage. I'll oh, he 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 was well and truly on the <laughs> I can't drive part of the the day. Uh, anyway, never so, too drunk for chess, though. Never too drunk. It's a game you can play drunk. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Um, but it was quite funny because this is not the porn you're looking for. <laughs> this is not the porn you're. For. <laughs> <laughs> um, drunk chess. And then I was starting to get my ass handed to me, which was fine. That was okay. And he kept on asking me, "Are you going to concede?" I remember that, like was quite adamant that, yeah. that I was in a position where I should concede. And my response was, well, you should have ended this three or four moves ago. So you're not as good as <laughs> you're giving yourself credit for. I reckon- <laughs> You're not going to trust that judgment? I reckon I can get it. At the very least, I can get a stalemate out of this. And I'm going to take that as a moral victory. And some of your other party goers who had succumbed to the power of Gash- um, <laughs> Joined in the heckling. Come to the power of gas. Succumb to the power of oh, gas. Makes that line out of context. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So they started heckling him, telling that if if he couldn't finish this, I was one of them, and I hadn't played him exactly. <laughs> and so I had to do very very little. And in the end, he was psychologically battling four people, and only one of them was playing chess. I've got to say, it went on for that long. I ended up leaving the party. I went somewhere else. In the you backyard. went to another party. <laughs> <laughs> I can say they're having a drink. I don't even know whether you got a star mate in the finish. Did you? I did not. No. Right. <laughs> uh, we. He ended up almost like within a hair's breadth of getting a star mate mm-hmm. until someone went, oh, and then he realised. Right. Um, so he did get the checkmate, which is fine. He was being overly cautious in a time where he should have just been Uber aggressive. Attack, 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 yeah. attack, attack, He was being a bit... The psychological, I don't want to have a stalemate, had gotten to him. Yep. So he's being a bit too careful about that. I can understand that, though, because, I mean, you kind of... That point where it's like, you know what? And you're being constantly heckled. Everyone's going to tell me about this for a while. If oh, I you were never going to forget it. <laughs> ever. Um, and then I said, I could have probably got a stalemate out of it. And he goes, oh, well, let's just pretend that this didn't happen and let's continue to work it out and see if we could have gotten a stalemate. Um, and I, I I, pretty much had to tell him, no, you don't do that move. You need to do this move. 
Otherwise, I will get a stalemate. So, but he definitely won. He was a far better player than I was. Far better. <laughs> um, was, he was enjoying the heck out of it. Oh, I love a good game. A couple Jeez. of good games. Yeah. yeah, but it was um, it's certainly something very different from birthday party. <laughs> Added a little bit of uh, you know you're old maturity to the party. You know you're old when they break out the chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine you and I, fifteen years old, oh, being told, no, no, chess. That's the thing. That's 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 <laughs> a the, good time. That's what the cool kids are doing. Yeah, everyone's on it. Everyone loves chess. Exactly. Have you seen Queen's Gambit? No, well, haven't you seen Netflix? <laughs> what the fuck is Netflix? <laughs> are you from the future, Dad? <laughs> Dad? <laughs> what? Well, I'm assuming they're old people with the chess. I don't know. Oh, true. Yeah. There you go. Um, so there you go. Yeah, uh, was... Mel got a bit of fame in the day. How could she not? You know, so... Um, that that did um, cackle her inners. Did, did she, I must admit, she did she revel in it? She just sort of we were nuts because <laughs> she's got no idea. She doesn't listen. No, she doesn't listen. She's listened to a couple of things. She's listened to the wombat episode because <laughs> that involved uh, more than Sporks. one family member. Yes, so that made sense. Yep. So she knows the spork story. Yes. Uh, if you don't know that one, listeners, go back for uh, what would the episode be called? Do you think? Probably spork. Might have been spork. Yeah. Or Wombat something. Great Wombat story. Yes. Great Wombat story. Aren't they all? <laughs> um, so she listened to that. So she knows that we take the piss a little bit. And she knows we've been saying she needs to come on this podcast. Mm. But she doesn't realise, on all the point, she didn't realise yes. how serious we were. And that she I'm has fans. To make this happen. And she does actually have fans. <laughs> My mother has more fans than us, probably. Just question. Yep. Is she going to start a fans-only account? <laughs> oh, that that frightens me. Oh, Troy, what's his fans-only? <laughs> he said, Mum, why can you afford all this jewellery and new cars now? What's going on? Fans-only, Troy. Fans-only. <laughs> Ivan, get the Polaroids out. <laughs> Time for another fans-only, Ivan. <laughs> All right, love. <laughs> um, imagine finding out, right? <laughs> imagine finding out. Yes. That your your parents mm. had like a, a Pornhub home porn account or something. Yep. In which they uploaded their adventures. Yes. And, uh, and had... You know, hundreds of thousands of views. Consensual to adults just yep. filming what getting, they enjoy. Getting a few tips through. Yep. We've got their only fans account or whatever. Yep. And then you suddenly accidentally find out oh. that your mother and your father are doing porn. <laughs> In their 70s. In their 70s. <laughs> That's, that would be... I listened, I think I've talked about the podcast that I listened to about the guy who started Pornhub. Ah, yes. And one of the stories was of a woman who filmed a scene. She was a a porn actress. Mm -hmm. um, And she filmed a scene at home because, you know, working from home. Yep. And (laughs) she unfortunately chose her child's bedroom. And I think it was her teenage child's bedroom. Right. Um, and there was nothing untoward done in the bedroom other than, I think, shenanigans. Yep. But some of the people that her teenage daughter went to school with accessed Pornhub oh, and found the video. No. And then they all were like, 
this is your mum, this is your mum. And so she's had a look. No way. And seen not only was it her mother. It was her bed. But on her bed. And apparently the phone call came through (laughs) while she was mid-other scene or in in between scenes going, no, how could you do this? And more importantly, how could you do this on my bed? Wow, that's... (laughs) Like, how do you even have that conversation? I don't know. I don't know where that goes. No. I'm a totally sex tape. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But can I say, here's a funny little segue from that, though. I saw this during the week, and it's perfectly fit into that. Um, (laughs) That's what she said. Newspapers these days, right? (laughs) Newspapers. What's a newspaper? News sites. Whatever you want to call it. um, We'll pretty much come up with anything for content now. Yes. They can make anything out of anything to try and make people click on a link to just get some cash what to subscribe. What clickbait have you fallen for well, it's this It's not time. even clickbait. It's just, it's like, really? That, that's what you Not even be. journalism. Well, not even journalism. So, this is the uh, the Herald Sun. We love the Herald Sun. <laughs> Do it's we? A token attempt at journalism yes. in this country. No, um, it speaks to a certain demographic. It's becoming more new idea than newspaper. <laughs> mm, or no idea. <laughs> but here we go. This is great, right? And I reckon we can count with or we can count with our own versions of this. Okay. This is how good this I'm is. In. This is our cutting edge. <laughs> this is, right? Maybe we should start our new newspaper. <gasps> South Road Boys News. South Road Boys News. Oh god, that's got leaks. Um <laughs> Right. Harold Sun. New research. Sorry. New research has shown an unexpected upside to coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Working from home has meant a decline in workplace affairs. <laughs> How did they come up with that? I, can, I tell you what, they How? must... All I can hear in the background is... Now, with the calculation of workplace affairs dropping by 47.3%. Maybe it's because people aren't in fucking workplaces. Seriously. I just want to know who clicks on that. New research has shown an unexpected upside to coronavirus. Working from home has meant less heart attacks in the workplace. <laughs> and is research by just going, hey, Daryl, what, per- what are people not being able to do when they're at work that they now have to do at home? Oh, heart attacks? Affairs? All right, done. Thank you. <laughs> that's- and that's sources. <laughs> that is just Undisclosed ri- sources. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I just looked at and thought, seriously? That's... <laughs> well, I also <laughs> heard that sources record that there are a significant decline in uh, work commute accidents. Really? On the freeway, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, people Things aren't hurting themselves on the freeway going to work. Us. Yeah. It's incredible. It's amazing. Actually, one thing I have heard on that is um, the car industry is going through a bit of a boom right now, thanks to coronavirus. Is people it? People are buying cars. Because? Um, number one, people are just buying stuff at the moment. People love doing that in Australia during coronavirus. Is that because the corona cash that was handed I out? Think, I think there's a certain amount of that. Yes. Uh, the other big one, though, is apparently, and this is your uh, previous home state. Yes. Your previous home city. The COVID state. Melbourne. Victoria. Yep, masks the, on the move. The virus <laughs> The virus capital of Australia. Oh, the epicenter. Nothing against Melbourne. Look, I feel for all of you. It's I not, love Melbourne. Really I love it as a city. You just have a, a huge population base, and when that little thing comes in, it can spread like wildfire. Ground zero. Pretty much. 
So uh, it's a matter of workplace affairs are happening, probably mm. zero if you're not at work. Um, but people are buying used cars like they're going out of fashion, which means it's very difficult for us here as well because a lot of the companies or the yards in Tasmania will buy off lots yeah, in Victoria and they'll yep. just come over on the ship. Um, but because people don't want to be on public transport at the moment, close to people, more people are buying vehicles, oh. which means traffic is becoming even more congested. When they can all go back to work. Yeah. Wow. So, isn't that interesting? We'll never see, have thought now about that's it. That's hard-hitting journalism. But, but that makes sense. So. There that's is a an, logical reason for it. And it's an analytical study. Yeah. Why are we buying more cars? Well, because people don't want to be They don't on. feel as safe in, around people on public transport. They don't want to be clammed in on trams. 1,500 shoulder shoulder. people in a sardine can yep. hurtling down the tracks. Exactly. You know, we don't want to be on a train with another 200 people in a cabin, coughing or, and spluttering. And they're poor people because they're taking public transport, so they're the great unwashed, even speaking though that's of, who normally you are. Speaking of. So they're all buying cars. Ranty time. Oh, I love a good rant. This reminded me of something here probably a week to two weeks ago. Mm. Um, I was out doing my regular nine to five job. Working nine um, to five. And it was in a, uh, a drinking establishment. <laughs> I wasn't having a drink. I was working. I was actually being a well- well paid, good boy. Yes, uh, but I'm I'm talking to the publican, uh, the publican, the uh, the owner, the manager. Yes, whatever word you want to use. Um, and not far away is a pool table, and this is probably about three in the afternoon. So there's a few people had knocked off. It was on a Friday. Yes, having a few beers after work. They're Perfect. Don't blame them. Frothy. I'd be doing that if I could. I tell you. Yes, but there's one guy mm. playing pool, and I'm. Three meters away from the pool table. Yes, and all I can hear every sixty seconds is <laughs> sniffing his snot back into his nose. Excellent. And it's really interesting. If it had been twelve months ago, I would have been like, "Oh fuck, we should blow your nose." Do you nose. want tissue? Now I'm thinking, you rude ass. Get your rona out of here. Seriously, don't you know what's happened in the last six months? <laughs> like, I would not have the nerve. I would not have the. The goal, the audacity, the goal, the, exactly. the cajones. To do that around other people. Because I'll consider it now to be one of the most rude things you could do Sniff. other than dropping the C-bomb. What happens if he's got a coke addict? Like if he's just got, it's not speed or coke or whatever and that's just his thing. <laughs> I don't think it was that though. Okay. But look, you know, I'd respect that more. <laughs> I'd respect a drug addict if you were more a strong out junkie than someone just who's just sniffing because they don't give a shit about anyone else. It was the most disgusting, rudest, uh, unthinkable thing I could possibly think of doing around public, wow. around people in public. Was he naked? Just rude. No. Would have preferred that. Just sniffy. Would have preferred that. Play naked, dude. Just Play don't naked. sniff. <laughs> Play Wouldn't naked. Me. Had my back to you. I wasn't even looking at you. Exactly. Like I could hear you. But I could hear you. And I actually wanted to. Lo- I actually wanted to walk out and leave. Like it, it actually unnerved me that much. For fear of the Vona. Well, not really fear of the Vona. It was more a case of it was just unthinkable. But well, twelve months ago, it wouldn't have been. Wouldn't have been. It would have just been. Oh, dude, stop it. Yes, it's just, just annoying. It's just amazing how your thinking can change on something so dramatically mm. when you go through what we've done in the last twelve months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just so for everyone out there, for the love of Christ, if you've got a sniffle, just freaking 
Go to the bathroom. Blow your nose. Blow it out. Wash your and hands. And take a line of coke while you're there. Why not? We're well, not both angles. Empty it out, fill it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just, yeah, I thought, wow. I mean, imagine mm. being in Melbourne. Yes. On a tram. Oh, yes. Packed in. Yes. Going down. Next stop, Randwick Street. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're about to stop off at bloody Flinders Street Station. Yes. And you got someone going <laughs> all the time. Oh, someone to punch them. I tell you what, that's going to happen soon, though. It, it has to happen. Because you're going to be going into the normal, regular flu season. We'll be getting wintry. It's what happens, yep. you know, and there is going to be a lot of people who will just basically be frequent shoppers at the Rona store going, I need my test, I need my test, I need my test. And it's like... Daryl, this is the third time today you don't have the Rona. Have you got me? Oh, I wouldn't mind a bit of Rona. But I'm sweating. Look at me. I'm perspiring. You've sprayed yourself with the water again, Daryl. Exactly. It's not all Rona's not we all about you, I can fucking mate. see you, Daryl. You didn't even step out of the tent. You grabbed it off that person that was trying to teach her cat a lesson, <laughs> and you gave it to yourself. You weren't ever pissing on anything. Exactly. Fuck's sake, you, you were bubbling yourself. What are you doing? <laughs> anything you are, a football player? Uh, you know, I know you think you got Rona, but you don't even have a sniff, mate. Like, just no. move on. Just keep on Move keeping on. on. Daryl. You crazy bastard. <laughs> anyway, that's my little ranty. That's your little ranty. Now, we were thing. talking about parents. Whoop, whoop. Why don't we talk about parents? We're talking about my mum being famous. We're talking about our parent, my parents having sex, possibly, and finding out. Oh, and we're uh, talking about the, the girl's mum having sex. There you bedroom. go. It's all very randy right now. I've got a bit of South American news for you. Oh, already? I do. Normally, that comes up the rear. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, this story talks about corrective action you take with your children. Now, okay. I, have, I have two beautiful children. And for the most part, I would say their behaviour is in line with what my wife and I ask them to do. Except so, when they're not looking. Except for when we're not when looking. Not and looking. you know what? If we don't see, it didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. I get that. But occasionally their behaviour is outside of what we want. If they're tree lads in the forest and they're to hear it, didn't exactly. happen. So, Kids are the same. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that we do is we give them a, a verbal warning. Um, and if the behaviour does not change or... The behaviour that has caused the warning to be issued has been previously issued. There is a consequence. God, it's like there's a book to work with, isn't there? It just really is. So initially, it's like I'm being they, quite they analytical. do something wrong, and you go, "Fucking stop it!" Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happens. Yeah, and then and if there they is don't a, fucking stop it. There's a consequence. There's a consequence. I love this. Now we do occasionally rely on the tried and true no TV. Oh, I thought you were going to try the that, tried and true. No, little, no. Um, we little cane to the. <laughs> no, we don't cane our children. That, funny enough, really. Funny enough, everyone does that. No, they don't. They do. <laughs> Surely, where would kids be today now without a good caning? That's why you walk down the street. And all the kids are so well behaved. Is it? Because they know that if they aren't, <laughs> they get a good caning. <laughs> Um, I choose not to physically discipline my children. Okay. That's my choice. Um, other people don't make that same choice, and that's up to them. I'm, I'm not even a parent. I just thought I knew what I was doing. The choice that we make, if it's not television, um, is weeds. 
if your behaviour is so detrimental, you must go outside into the garden and pull weeds. Oh, that's a good one. And it starts at five, and those weeds must be put out so that we can count them because the fucking fuckery is where you go, no, I did it. Mm, did you really? Yeah, and you're not just pulling a couple of leaves off. You've got to pull the roots out, surely. Correct. Properly. To the point where both children now have the little lawn weed puller thing. <laughs> they have their own. So must be naughty kids. Fucking naughty. <laughs> and the thing is- Weren't we all, though? We just were. <laughs> well, because we've got quite a reasonable large property, so- we do. You need to get some more kids. You need to get some naughty kids as well. So if you know any naughty kids, send them around. There's um, a new orphanage starting at Coast Place. <laughs> and the funny thing is my daughter is probably more likely than my son to make sure that she has the last word mm-hmm. as she closes the back door briskly. That results in five more weeks. <laughs> I think the most that she's talked herself into is going from five to 20. 20 weeks? Yeah, it goes in increments of five. There's Girl! No, there's no fucking round. <laughs> Anyway, but the good thing is that the reason why it works is, one, because we then get weeds pulled, but it also removes the child from the situation that has caused them to have that behaviour Yep, and gives them some alone time to blow off a bit of steam. And when they come in, they're generally a bit more mentally better and you can have a reasonable conversation with them about their behaviour. Righto. Now, there was a lady in South America who- Once upon a time. Once upon a time- uh, in South America, there was a lady whose daughter was six, still is, uh, who stole some sweets from a shop. A uh, bit of candy, eh? A bit of candy. I like candy. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, she was in so Bolivia, musical. and the shop owner saw via the CCTV that the little girl, age six, had taken the sweets. Mm-hmm. Now, instead of making a big fucking deal about it and calling the popo and whatever, the popo, <laughs> the the shop owner basically just said to the mum, "Look, this is what's happened. I know that she's a little girl. She probably really doesn't get the full concept of right and wrong. And yep. you know, it you just need to maybe educate her. What do you think this Bolivian mum did?" To steer the child on the on the right path. <laughs> oh, it's not going to be a caning. No, it's um, not going to be a caning. She obviously did. She make her eat something that wasn't very nice. No, no, it was it was a physical retribution. Okay, a physical um, corrective action. Did she have to work in the shop or do something like that? She decided that. Uh, as part of the punishment, should fit the crime. A bit like they do in the Middle East. Not quite cut the hand off, but she bound her six-year-old daughter's hands with straw. Okay. And then set them on fire. Okay. (laughs) um, Apparently, the Department of Human Services and Child Protectors have been called. The older child saw this and went, fuck no, and ran away and alerted authorities. Because it was her turn next. Okay, well, look, that's worked then, hasn't it? <laughs> because that other child has gone, you know what? I don't want to do this again. Mm-hmm. I've seen what happens. Yeah. I won't do that. She's, I'm going to be good. She's going to undergo four surgeries to be able to have m- her mobility in her hands and arms, right? And she may need a bit of psychological you know, therapy to be able to help that. Apparently, the mum said... 
I'm going to get my daughters back. I never thought it would go this far because I only wanted to scare them. Nothing else. The reason why she was let out of jail early is because she's six months pregnant with baby number three. Oh, fantastic. Oh, dearie me. It's love, though, isn't it, really? I mean, love is is just trying to put your kids in the right direction. Yep. By setting them on fire. Yep. I mean, imagine now, like if that child, that poor child. Yeah. So, yes, she's had a bit of a, a bit distraught. She's had a baby yeah. run. But you know what? She did something wrong. Not going to lead to a life of crime, Could probably. Could have gone down the track where she ends up in the friggin' South American mafia. The cartel. Yep. Could have been killing people. Smuggling cocaine from Colombia. Yep. Doing all that shit. Destroying lives. Yep. Destroying families. Generationally. Yep. Instead, just a little burn. She gets a bit of sunburn, right basically. Track. Well done. Well, I thought that was slightly extreme. Or maybe a little bit. Slightly extreme. But, um, yeah. Did so, you ever get... Uh, we had this conversation before. Did you ever shoplift when you were a kid? Yes. <laughs> didn't even hesitate. <laughs> no, I did. How's your hands, mate? Guess, no, they're all good. Oh, Mum didn't yeah. set me on fire. <laughs> uh, no, Mum didn't... Go to a parent, are you, Penny? <laughs> didn't set me on fire. Not even trying. Not even trying. I didn't think I ever got caught. That was oh, the problem. I got caught. Did you? Yeah. I think we've discussed that. I think we have, yeah, because I had the, the great plan. I was, I was like a master criminal. Of course. Because what you, do, you don't put stuff in your pockets. No. So for the kids out there that are thinking of shoplifting, here we go. Don't, 101, don't put things in your pockets. Prison wallet. People are saying, no. You didn't shelve it? Um, basically, what I was getting, um, I remember I, was, I wanted to get, some Transformers. More than meets the eye. Yeah, because they weren't the big toys that were like a foot high. No. 30 centimetres. Correct. Um, they were just, they were probably, um, I don't know, what, four inches high? Sure. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was put them down my sock. That's a good idea. trousers. Yes. Yeah, so that worked really well. So that way you just walk out casually. Yep. Nothing in Slight your pockets. Limp. See, I'm going to get little lumps hanging out of your pockets. You haven't yep. taken anything. Big bulge out the side of your yeah. pants. And if someone's going to say, boy, can I check your pockets? Sure you can. Yeah. Check my pockets. Pull them out. Put your straw away, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put the straw away. But I must admit they are a little bit chunky. They, yeah, okay. So instead I decided to get a pacer. A pencil. Now, for those, for those who might remember, yeah, the, the pacer was a click pencil. Yes, so refillable. Yeah, refillable. Put the lids in. The, the lids in. The, the lid in. <laughs> and you click it through. Um, But that was tech of the day. That was pretty cool. High tech, yeah. Like the, if you had a pacer, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, So remember, I decided to do it with one of them. Unfortunately, someone must have seen me do it. <gasps> Got nabbed. Over a pacer. Over a pacer. Not even a transformer. No, didn't even get to the transformer. Because you know how you get the transformer out? Tell me. Turn it into a truck and just walk out with it. Just drive it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole thing. Yeah. Luckily, though, um, yes. Dad just took his belt off and gave me a whack. Didn't yes. give me the straw. There you go. So, good parenting. How many paces have you stolen since? None. Worked then, didn't Strangely it? Strangely enough, it did. Well done, Ivan. Yep. Well done, Parenting Dad. win. Parenting win. Bit disappointed that Mel just let it happen, but you know what? That's another story. <laughs> oh, come on, Ivan. Get the straw out. <laughs> I thought that belt was used on me only, Ivan. <laughs> Fans only, remember? Turn the camera off. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now, I have one more South American oh, news. Throw it at me. A band of bandits storm a Brazilian city, taking hostages, shooting people before robbing a bank. How do you think they managed to secure their getaway? 
donkey. Okay. There's Ostrich, that. Now, llama. Space station. A bit more. Like, there was apparently 10 vehicles involved. Like, this was a well-orchestrated, bit more high-tech than that. More high-tech than that. Mm. <coughs> Kias. <laughs> Funny enough. No. <laughs> it would be a collective now for Kias. I don't know. Just a, a crap of Kias? <laughs> a crap of Kias. <laughs> Uh, Tell me, Joe. So at least two people were shot and wounded, including a police officer and a security guard. And in their haste, they decided to go, fuck, how are we going to get away? So they got the cash, some of the cash, just threw it in the streets. That's perfect, though. Almost a quarter of a million dollars. People will run out. In the streets. Go for the cash. Yes. Block off the getaway. And do you know what happened to those people who got the cash? What happened? $207,000. They were arrested. Because it was stolen money. Correct. For people grabbing cash, <laughs> um, basically they were arrested for, what was it called? Um, oh, I can't find the actual reason why they that's were called. tough, isn't it? It is tough. I mean, there you are in, in a part of the world that's not known for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You're walking down the street and all of a sudden it's raining cash. The element of poor is high. Yeah. Mm. And, you know- You've got Christ the Redeemer up there in Rio, <laughs> overlooking the city, and you, you're praying. I arms wish, out. Arms out. I wish my yeah. fucking world would change. I just need a bit more cash, and all of a sudden it's raining money. You're and like, you look up, and it's like, thanks. Praise Jesus. You're amazing. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you're getting nabbed by the Popo. Oh, any, apparently 10 cars in, used in the onslaught were later found, but they did not find any of the robberers. There you go. So did they throw all the money out, or just apparently not? Because no yeah. one is coming up with the number that they took. Of course, apparently that's the that's the thing. Okay. Um, my thought is that maybe Daryl has got a job in a South American bank. <laughs> said they took a million. Sorry, said they took two million when they really took one. Yep. And he's tucked a million down his sock. <laughs> that's where you put it. Yeah, that's where you put it. Yeah. Well, apparently not, because that doesn't mean that you get away with it. <laughs> oh, but that, that is a great thing to do, though. Like, if you're going to try and get away, mm. and you're like, I need to create some kind of commotion. Yes. Throw money out. If you've already got maybe a mill with you, and you're going to lose a couple hundred k, who cares? Well, the thing is, you either lose 200k and get away. I think that's actually a book title. 200k and get away. Sounds good. Um or a hip hop song, <laughs> or, or you keep a million and get caught. Yeah, you lose the two hundred k. Of course you would. You didn't have it to begin with. Exactly. Until you get away, that's not even your k. No, it's not. No. So you reckon that's that's the go? I reckon that's clever. Have mm. seen it done before though in something. I think it's in it's cinema. In a movie. Yeah. Yeah, and I do remember movies where they they do multiple drops of the money. Oh. So you might get you know multiple white vans going to four corners of the globe, but only yep. one's got the money in it, yeah. and the rest has just got people in it, and even if they get pulled over, there's no proof that links them to the crime. Exactly. So, man, put your straw away. Put your straw there? away. I got no, no straws here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no straws here. South America. I just, I love your South American news. South American it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. There's just so much cool stuff that happens. It makes me not want to live there. <laughs> Got to be honest. 
Oh, I did have the one from last week that I didn't tell you. Oh, that's right. We didn't get to it, did we? A bride was widowed on her wedding day. Because the <laughs> oh, groom... Yeah. Tell me this one. The groom was shot by two of the guests. The guests? The guests. On his side or her side? <laughs> Does it say? Um, I don't know why this has come up in South American news. Because it's saying a bride in Russia um, was widowed by the two of the grooms. Uh, it's obviously been hacked. <laughs> oh, maybe it was Russian South America? Anyway, two men, Alexei D and Vladimir D, um, were brothers. Had to be a Vladimir, didn't they? Exactly. They uh, they got on it. The wedding itself took a couple of days. Apparently, that's a big thing. It looks like in Russia, um, they got on it. There was a bit of a "Will you fucking my cousin?" <laughs> sort of thing. Yep. <laughs> I'm married to her. No, you cannot be doing this to her. She's a good girl from a good family. Well, I can. I'm married. I'm going to go on Stoika now. It's her wedding day. <laughs> Fuck you, you. Do you not? Yuri? <laughs> boing, boing, boing. <laughs> so, apparently they're running Russian wedding class anywhere from two days to a week. Jesus. On day two, an argument broke out, leaving the groom, Radu uh, Kolorinindu, 34, and his brother, fuck, his brother also got shot. <laughs> he was probably going to film it for fans only. <laughs> well, only fans. I don't know what it is. Uh, anyway, so uh, Alexei and Vladimir shot the groom at his wedding. That's fuck, tough. Fuck, that's a level of hate that you just- So the wedding then, it must work out. You said it can last two days to a week. Yeah, it's a big festival But they thing. must obviously do the vows early. And then they celebrate afterwards. Well, it depends. Because you can only be widowed if you're already married. Technically. But I think, once again, I mean, we are talking modern day 2021 journalism. True. We're not going to let the facts get in the way. No, no, God no. Does it sound better to say fiancé almost (laughs) left single during her wedding or... We bride widowed on her wedding yeah, that day. Does a bit more impact. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah. I know though in 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 the subcontinent when they do have a wedding, um, that will go for the festivities will go for a week and up to a week, and they'll they'll have you know the the groom's day, they'll have the bride's day, and then they'll have you know big festival and then whatever, Jesus. and then then it's they'll a have a, a big wedding and then partying afterwards or whatever. But I think that the official. Ceremony, whatever that happens to be, for whatever culture that happens to be, happens more at the later end. Because once you're married, there's really only a couple of things that you want to be doing, and it's not with all these other people. <laughs> yeah, no, only fans can't do that in front of everyone. No, exactly. It's for only fans. Exactly. Yeah. Make sure you pay. <laughs> Tip heavily. That's what she said. Oh, well, that's that's not the best way to end a wedding. Shooting the groom and his brother. You'd be gutted, wouldn't you? Well, or at least shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad my wedding didn't end up that way. <laughs> oh, South American news with a mix of Russian. Yeah, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Who cares? What else you got, mate? What else is well, exciting? I've got this thing. And I've still I didn't... got a birthday hangover. It's just, well, I get back to my normal legs this week. I've got this thing, and we are talking about weddings. Oh, this is your letter. This is my letter. You brought this up a couple of episodes ago. I did. And so when I was first courting my wife and wanted to date her, um, 
I was a big unknown to my now in-laws. A big unknown. Who, by the way, I believe have a genuine affection for me now. But, you know, I was a bit of a bad boy back in the day, <laughs> as much as a, a kid who looks like a meth addict who's 12 <laughs> can be a bad boy. With a boy. bum bag. Yeah, with a bum bag. Mm. Happy pants. Loving Three it. Three or your drug rolls. Exactly. <laughs> So I was I was telling my tale of woe to my employer, Noel, mm-hmm. and it was made mention that the girl I was courting was a a pastor's daughter. They've grabbed onto this, or Noel's grabbed onto this. Well, he was a chef. He so was he knew, a chef. He knew about pastor. He knew about away. pastor and marinara and all that kind of mm. thing. Uh, I'm talking about a probably a bit more of a religious pastor as opposed oh, to okay. a food pastor. Right, no, fine, then we'll go on that angle if that's what you want to do. So. <laughs> I suggested that I was always good with the mums, like I could always win mums over, but this particular mum wasn't swallowing what I was giving. Like, she wasn't believing my bullshit. Nice words. So my, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm regretting it the moment I said it. <laughs> I'm just leaving it alone. So yep. uh, the letter was written to my now mother-in-law, who I believe still has quite a good affection for me. So this me. is a letter of recommendation. A letter of recommendation. From a family friend. Close family friend, yes, to give to the possible in-laws. Poss- well, I was only trying to date their daughter, yeah. and this was written to the mother because I said I couldn't, I can't win this mum over. Normally, mums love me because I'm charming, I'm a delight. My mum tells me I'm a delight. <laughs> Why don't be. other people find me a delight? Yep. So blind, me. Penny. <laughs> so there we go. Tell me, Joe. Read it out. This letter of introduction is to calm your breasts in respect of Mister Spunk Bucket Mather. The Terror of the West. Sorry, did I just start off with calm your breasts? Yes. Okay, nice. Knowing you to be a Christian person full of forgiveness and love, I'm sure points detailed below will endear you, this young man, to you and enable your beautiful daughter to offer her hand and any other part of her anatomy he desires (laughs) to this wonderful, respectful Affable young man. Have you ever shown this letter to your in-laws? No. <laughs> okay. World first. World first. World first here. I know this is this is thin ice that I am skating on. So <laughs> I have known Joseph Jumbo Dick Mather <laughs> for many years, and his intense desire to follow, in his own modern terms, the teachings of the Bible. For example, <sighs> Joseph had a coat of many colours. Joe Mather uses different coloured condoms. <laughs> the good Lord broke bread. Joe breaks chairs and wind, sometimes at the both same time. This, once again, this is not my writing. There is a quote from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Suffer the little children to come unto me. Joe translate this as, bring the little children from me as to come into so they may <laughs> suffer. <laughs> Oh, no. I can't believe you just read that out. That's... Keep going. Take up thy bed and walk. Joe sleeps around. Your daughter is well aware of his ability when it comes to the laying of hands. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. So, in other words, you know, money is not the, the, Mm -hmm. the thing to happiness. So Joe remains unemployed. <laughs> Go forth and multiply. You've got to be joking. Joe's mum told him to keep it in his pants. 
True story. She did. That is okay. I've heard that before. Yes. yes. So oh, here's the more. end of the letter. Oh, nice. Page two. Oh. I trust these snippets of Joe's character are enough to sway your doubting mind and allow him to court your daughter with all the dignity and devotion a deputy deserves. Yours truly, the Reverend Slackass Maximus, Rabbi of the Rangers. P.S. Has she got a sister? <laughs> so there you go. That oh. would have been circa 1994. That also would have ended in catastrophe. Oh, if I had have presented that <laughs> to my current in-laws, <laughs> I'm not sure they would have found the mirth in which that oh, letter was written. That's just, that is golden. And I, once again, because I am a hoarder, I keep shit and I find it. He's a funny man, though. He's a very funny man. And that would have been, and this is typed. Mm. Like, this is not just. It's not written on a napkin. This is not written on a napkin at the <laughs> restaurant. This was properly thought out. That is spectacular. Noel, you are a gorgeous bastard. <laughs> you really are. Where is Noel these days? Uh, Noel and Jenny have retired. They are no longer running mm. restaurants. Um, they have their own property um, locally. Are yeah. we still in Tassie? Yeah, still in Tassie. Yeah, absolutely. I can't remember what server, but it's. I think it's up the back of Olveston somewhere. Well, I, I, I hope. Could be wrong. I hope to whatever God there may be up there in that weird <laughs> sky under which we live. Yes. That he finds out that you've read that letter out and gets oh. to listen to it. <laughs> So I reckon he would have his fancy tickled. Oh, I think so. And mm. the funny thing is, and the reason why it is Slack-Ass Maximus, or Slack-Ass Maccus, uh, that is his hash name. The Hash House Harriers are oh, a yes. running group. Yep. Um, and they are sometimes call themselves yep. the Ragers. As um, my um, ex-in-law, Paul, used to be involved, he used to say yes. that um, the slogan they had was it's... Um, uh, drinkers with a running problem. Correct. And, well, yeah, Noel was a drinker with a running problem, and that was um, slack ass. Was his I must admit, I haven't heard about the Hash House Harriers for a long time. I don't know whether that's still about. Who runs for fun? Oh, they do park runs every Saturday around the planet now. That's stupid. I know. You're not even getting chased by anything. And you end up exactly where you started. You come back to the same point. Fuck, what's the point? <laughs> what's the fucking point? Mind you, my cousin's husband, he does that for fun every weekend. Like, and he's done the three peaks and, like, yep. proper running. But at least the Harry has made it into a drinking game. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, this isn't right. How can we make it more right? Well, we can have drinking. Oh, well, that sounds like do. fun. Yeah. We'll get more people running if we do that. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But it was just a bunch of middle aged men wanting an excuse for a drink, really. Pretty much. It was just an excuse for, I think, guys to get together, have a bit of fun. And also try and maybe stay a little bit fitter at the same time. But I can't remember many of those blokes being too fit. David West. David West. Was David our David woodwork West. teacher at high school. Oh, yes. No, I do remember. Yeah, he was fit. He was fit. I remember him being very trim. And his hash name, or Harry name, was Compass. Okay. West, Compass. They that weren't an original sense. lot. Yes. Yeah, but that's... David was the only fit one, I think, out of the lot. <laughs> Could you imagine what they would have been like if they didn't run? Well, this is exactly right. Yes. Yeah, so isn't drinking good then? Isn't it just? <laughs> but if there are any roadies out there who are a member of the Harriers and they still do yeah, the fun runs. Yeah, it's still the go. Yeah. I, mean, I, I could, haven't heard that term for a long time. We could probably get Daryl to, you know, do some research, but he's a fuckwit, so. <sighs> he doesn't like his research. And doesn't do it well. No. Gets it wrong. 
bloody comes idiot. up with Harold Sun style stats. <laughs> Harold Sun <laughs> That just what was the other seven news or nine news website that you found that was just constantly, you know? Oh yeah, no, I think that might have been seven news. Yeah. Just, just crap. Absolute crap. But the reason being is because there's so much need for it now. There's so many there's so much competition for online media. Like, you don't go and buy a paper anymore. When was oh, the last no. time you physically bought a paper? Uh, years. Yeah. Yeah, years. When was the last time? Now, you live quite close to town. Yep. No one's knocking on your door on Saturday selling the paper. No. Or Sunday morning selling the no, paper. Not like what we used to do. That's how I made Back 40 bucks a week. Paper boys. I made $40. Yep. Well, it was probably between 30 and 40 that Every Sunday, saved us having our hands wrapped in straw and having them burnt off. Exactly, we for had money to spend on candy, and that was nineteen eighty nine money. Yeah, twenty five to thirty bucks nineteen eighty nine money. Is oh, like, it's about three grand now. It's, it's almost a bitcoin. <laughs> almost a bitcoin. And you are the fucking prophet, Mister Barnes. The prophet. The prophet Barnes. Of course I am. Why am I? Three weeks ago, you were talking. We were talking about all things spacey. Yep. And you were talking about Mr. Elon Musk. Yep. And how you were outraged. Outraged, I said, that one person <laughs> had so much influence oh, yes. over stock prices yep. that he would mention cows yep. and the price of cows would just go up. Yes. Did you see what he did just Bitcoin. recently? He went, I'm sorry I'm late to the party, but you're welcome, and dropped over a billion dollars in 1. Bitcoin. 1.5 billion. Correct. And the cost of Bitcoin went from fifty three thousand to sixty eight thousand almost overnight. The man controls it's the universe. Fucking insane! Mm-hmm. Do you want to know a tragic Bitcoin story? You could have had one, but you didn't. You sold it for like three hundred bucks. No, I can tell you no. two tragic Bitcoin stories. Right. The first person. Hang on, I think Bitcoin came around two thousand and seven. Okay. 2009, I was working with some people who were in IT, and they were thinking about Bitcoin farming. Um, so mining, you kind of, as mining, as well. yep. yeah. So and and we kind of toyed with it, and and we just kind of went, oh, we don't know whether it's going to be anything, and it's just mm-hmm. stupid, and it's internet money, and it's not backed by anything. So why throw away money? Yep. That was when Bitcoin was under a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. But the very first transaction of someone paying for a goods or service using Bitcoin. Happened, I think, in 2008, 2007, mm-hmm. 2008. Roadies okay. will work this out. Um, and a guy bought a pizza. Well, in fact, he traded a person. He sent them Bitcoin, and that person then ordered him a pizza, and, and he got right. it. Right. That pizza cost him- 20 bucks. That was the cost of the pizza because it was delivered. Yep. 10,000 Bitcoin. 10,000 whole Bitcoin. Jesus Christ. 10,000 whole (laughs) Bitcoin. So if we go 10, 1, 2, 3, and then we multiply that by 68, oh, 1, 2, 3. Oh, my God. Will the calculator even do it? Six hundred and eighty million. <laughs> that is a good pizza. 
I think that's what it was. I could be wrong. I think it might have only, it, even if it was a hundred. Fuck me. Even almost. if it was one, exactly <laughs> sixty eight thousand dollars pizza. Could you imagine going? I just spent all that money on pizza. If I had have waited thirteen years, I would own Domino's. Yeah, I would have owned Domino's. Like that's what I would have done. Yeah, but, you know. Well, on that negative note, yeah, get your bit and your coin. <laughs> Get it done. Get it done, son. son. All right, mate. Well, thank you for your time. Oh, mate, it's always a pleasure. It is always a pleasure. Never sure. <laughs> and, Rodies, thank you for your time. We hope you've enjoyed this offering. <laughs> anyway. One thing I will kind of take in before you finish, Yeah. Um, and we do this kind of occasionally, is um, if you actually enjoy listening to us, um, tell your friends, throw something on your social medias. Tell your people you don't so, like. Yeah, so, yeah, well, more so. Exactly. Yeah, make them have some pain. Pain. Just, um, we really appreciate it when people actually do take a moment to just say, you know what, if you guys actually listen to these guys, mm. I find every hour, every week, I find two minutes of funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you know what, if you really want to do us a solid, like this is, we don't often ask, but if you really want to do us a solid, what helps is whatever service you get it through, whether or not it be Spotify, iTunes, whatever, Secure. if you can just rate and comment, that yep. would be great. It does help. It really does. Um, and it just gets what we do out there to the masses. Yeah. All right, roadies. Thank you. I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. Yes, we are.